that's there. That's there. Uh, you happy there? Good there? Comfy in that spot? I think so. Right in here, here, you're yeah. in the place you want to be. Yeah, I'm in the place. At backside attack. I fix tape. Uh, we were just talking about um, I'm Captain Kirk. Yeah. Well, I'm not Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. The scream. The scream. I'm Captain Kirk. George Takei is no longer going to talk about William Shatner. He's uh, he is done talking about talking shit about William Shatner. He's finished. He said I'm not going to do anymore. But the beef, I don't know, if the beef is squashed or if there was a beef. There was a beef for sure. There, there was definitely like a. Yeah, uh, um, think it was an ego battle. Yeah, do you sure. think that's what it was? Yeah, because I mean, it didn't seem to me so much that like um, that Shatner was all, uh, "I'm William Shatner, I'm the star." You're Japanese. I don't trust you. I know it's not that and he kissed a whore. I don't think he's a racist. No, I think it was more of like a like a battle of like egos. Egos. Yeah, more yeah. than more than anything else. Well, who who ended up being captain of the Excelsior? Well, that was Sulu. Exactly. Sulu had the Excelsior. I, I think even based on fiction, I think... She's Captain a fine was. ship, Captain. Yeah. I mean, he said it right in the movie. Yeah. So. Now, I don't think it's better in the Enterprise. No. The Excelsior is a fine ship, though. Well, it's Search for Spock. It was, it was very easily uh, um, left... Uh, it, it didn't even make it out of, like, dock because, like, it was just a couple of screws that... <laughs> Scotty, remember? He... he he uh he rendered it uh, absolutely flightless. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why they had to go back and steal a ship. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't get it, man. I don't get these like movie star beefs. Like, pass me Kleenex. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, buddy. Start start to uh, like interrupt ones. our flow. Allergies. Allergy. Allergeny. Aller, yeah. Allergies. God damn it, man. Allergies day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I I've I've never understood like star beefs, like celebrity beefs, when one celebrity's got a beef with another celebrity. They like they have this like Twitter there's war a, there's, battle. There's a reason. You know why? Because Hollywood is full of like gigantic egos. gigantic egos, right? right. And when, especially when there's like like look at the Rock versus Vin Diesel, which was like the strangest one. I mean, I I kind of feel like when it comes to the Rock versus Vin Diesel, the Rock might have been in the wrong that one because like you're going to somebody else's franchise, like you're walking into somebody else's house and you're putting your hand in their fridge. Without asking. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's true, but also I think that's uh, I think Vin Diesel's comments toward The Rock, like what he was trying, like saying, like, "Hey, you're my, you're, you're my brother. I want to teach you how to do this. I want to teach you how to do that." I think Rock's like, "I'm the Rock. I'm the Rock. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I know. I know what I'm doing. Don't, don't, don't like, don't tell me like what I'm supposed to be doing. Like this is a uh, right. Uh, I'm like, I will make this franchise more money. We've all gone to a uh, a new workplace, being professionals in our previous workplace. Yeah, doing the same thing just in a different place, and having somebody try to tell you like. This is how the job is done. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I guess because the work we do is, is completely different. No, but in general, in general, right? Like when like, you go into a new place and somebody tells, like, you're good at what you do. You've been doing it a long time. Uh-huh. If you walked into a new uh, a new environment, new place, and somebody's like, "Let me show you the ropes, kid. This is how it's done around here," and they're like just spouting nonsense or just like redundant information. Yeah, that you've exactly. Done, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm good. I know. Yeah, just let me. Yeah, it. I got it. Let me know. In the politest yeah. way possible. Yeah, and then plus, like, if you're like, like, you're Rock didn't ask you. You asked the Rock. Right. Well, so, I mean, I don't know if Vin Diesel asked him, but the producers. The producers like, yeah, we have to get the Rock in here. So Rock's like, Rock has is a way bigger star than Vin Diesel, so he will bring the star power. I, I think right now it's Tom Cruise and The Rock. Tom Cruise and The Rock, yeah. That's it. There's nobody else on earth. Like, if one is in the theater, the other one's waiting to get in the theater and knock the other guy off. Yeah, there was some... I was watching... Uh, I got top... The, I was watching the Top Gun 4K yesterday, and I was watching the, the behind-the-scenes making of it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how much work Tom Cruise put into that movie. It's It blows my mind. I, I've never seen a movie... I've never seen someone put so much into a movie mm-hmm. than that guy. Madness. 
Yeah. It's madness. It's that, crazy that how, how hard that guy works on a movie. Say but, what you will about whatever he's involved in, whatever, but like, you know, steroids and cocaine and Tom Cruise are a wonderful combination. It's, it's incredible. Like, he's just, like, he's so focused on making movies. It's I think it literally drove him nuts. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, I, I kind of, I've gone back and forth on that uh, that Mission Impossible rant. And I'm a firm believer that that is, that's a stage rant. But I don't think it's a staged rant for um, for the sake of like anything more than letting people know, hey, be, take the precautions, make sure you don't get COVID. Yeah. Like for the entire industry. Yeah. Like I don't think anybody in there did it. I, I firmly believe the entire thing was fake. It was all staged, but it was a necessary rant because there were so many movies that were in jeopardy or losing uh, their theater, uh, losing like, you know, their, their timeline, whatever it was, and people were losing their jobs. Yeah, and that a, was his way of getting like the entire industry on track. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think um, I think what and I I came to this thought that um, uh, um, about how much I hate uh, like those superhero movies. That's not, not all, but like just like the main like Marvel and everything that's not considered like like Justice League and like every Marvel movie and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder <clears throat> Woman, whatever, oh. right? All that garbage. But I think like the um, the there is a benefit to those movies. Okay. It's the fact that they are making people go to the theater, which I respect. That and they're, they're, they're keeping the theater alive, right? And I think that's why, um, I kind of hope that Avatar does really well because it will force people to go back to the theaters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I saw the Avatar two trailer. I cannot believe how just like how good that movie looks. It looks incredible. It looks incredible. I've always thought to myself, those movies are not for me. I I don't like the stories. I think they're very simplistic. I think they're they're just. Just blow that oh, yeah, nose. Sure, yeah. Sorry, mine. No, no, it's good. It's all good. My apologies. There's, no, no, it's all right. They're super simplistic. They're just ridiculously like simple, yeah. dumb movies, but they're amazing tech demos for what is available to filmmakers. Yeah. Like at the very least, say whatever you want to say about them. I shit on those movies all the time. But James Cameron is the most innovative filmmaker mm-hmm. like right now. Yeah. I mean, that that whole was the the, uh, the Rialta rig they used for Top Gun. He took that rig, rebuilt it for the Sony. Uh, the the I can't remember the name the the cameras he used. Oh, I can't remember is. Uh, but he rebuilt an entire camera system and then modified an existing camera system so that this movie is shot. Yeah, they re- they rewrote the software on the, on the cameras. They they did read they did read it they re- they re- re-engineered everything. Right. And uh, like I think for Top Gun, I think there were six cameras in the cockpit. Yeah. And so they said they wanted to make sure that. That the plane could like hold all those cameras, but also it didn't it didn't uh, uh, it didn't like bother with the, uh, the pilot the pilot and the, and the avionics of the flight. Oh, for sure, that's right? incredible how they did that. I mean, there's that one uh, the one dude who did the flight, the canyon run, mm-hmm. when he's like, "I'm like, I hope he got the shot because I'm never doing that again." Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I it's a, like when you think about the idea that he was in that plane flying through that shot that you saw, all practical. That's no incredible. CGI, nothing. All yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's it's madness. And then like to get out and be like, yeah, I really hope you guys got that shot because we're not we're not doing it again. Yeah, and there's I think they hired that company Cine Cineplane or whatever it's called. They have mm-hmm. those jets that are just meant for like filming aerial sequences. Oh my god, it's incredible. The amount of work that went into that movie. If you don't look, even if you don't like Top Gun, if you don't appreciate the amount of work that goes into making a movie like that, yeah, it's, 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 your mind. it's, it's crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't believe what I saw. I was like, I, I, I enjoyed watching that more than I watched. Then I didn't even watch the movie again. I just watched that. <laughs> just watched the making of. Yeah, 
Now, the movie is also very fun. The movie's fun. I yeah. was, I'll, I'll admit, I was a super skeptic. I was 100% certain this thing was going to be a gigantic piece of shit. Because mm. I don't really love the first one. I, I like it as a, as a novel. I knew that, 80s. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But, like, I don't like Ferris Bueller at all. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate it as a novelty of the 80s. It's got a very 80s feel to it. Yeah. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. But it's for somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, right? I memorized it. Word for, for sure. Word for word. But, I mean, you have to appreciate them. Whereas with Maverick, it's not even appreciation. I just fucking love that movie. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, four movies in one. Yeah, it's 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 such a fun movie. Yeah. Like you could, that's that's a reason to go to the theater. It absolutely is a reason to go to the theater. Yeah. I mean, and it really did the right, it, it did it the right way, right? It's a nameless enemy. Um, it doesn't have to shove into your face like, hey, there's a girl sitting there in our Top Gun class. No, mm-hmm. she's there because obviously she's good at what she does. Yeah. Hey, there's a black guy over there. It's like, no, he's good. That's why he's there. Yeah. Hey, that guy over there, he's like, that's got to be like the young kid who's hip and plays the piano. It's like, no. Nope. Nope. These are all just elements of their personality. They're not shoving like, you know, any kind of ideologies in your face. There's no politicizing. There's no far lefty shit. There's no righty shit. It's like a movie that is made for the majority of people who just sit in the middle. Yeah, and I think that's that was the beauty of it. It's it's a very simple movie. You're right. It's a simple movie shot very well. And right. I was watching um But not simplistic. Not simplistic. It's a it's a very simple story. Yeah, like anyone told can watch really yeah, well. yeah, it's yeah, like it's anyone can and it's shown very like at the at the it's it's just people making movies at the top at the top of their game. Yeah. Without even without trying to shove something down your throat. What more do you want? Nothing. It's like it's very cuz like it kind of reminded me of like um, like that movie's a love letter, obviously. Granted, it's made to make money as well, right? As with mm-hmm. any movie, but like I was watching, um, uh, I was watching Lost Boys the other day, and um, Friday Night, all those movies, like, especially around Halloween. It's like those movies weren't like you're just hoping they would make money, but we just what they focused on was making the best movie possible, right? And they might not make a ton of money in the theater. No, but they said, you know what? Let's just make, let's just make, let's try to make the best movie possible. So let's mm-hmm. everyone, writers, directors, um, everyone, just get together and just make it, and like, let's see if it makes any money, right? For sure. So the, I think the creativity just like skyrockets in those kind of situations, and that's why those movies are so beloved. Yeah, you're you're bang on about that. Yeah. I feel like right now there is so much um, like politicizing and just like agenda based filmmaking. Yeah, that it's just not fun anymore. Whereas like when you watch those movies in the '80s. Like, okay, now, I've always said the reason I don't like Ferris Bueller is that there's, it doesn't represent me, not, like, race-based, uh-huh. but it doesn't represent me as where I grew up in the world. Like, it, yeah. I, it just doesn't, it wasn't, I had nothing to relate to at all. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, watching Goonies or watching Back to the Future, like, watching the underdog movies, mm-hmm. like, I relate to those really well. Mm-hmm. But now, if you make an underdog movie, there's also, like, this, like, sneaky little agenda to it. And if you make a movie about a guy like Ferris Bueller, it's going to be, like, a sne- he's going to learn a lesson. About like why why the patriarchy and white people are awful. Mm-hmm. Like there's always some bullshit snuck into the stories these days that just like make them unwatchable. Yeah, uh, like uh, even even the Batman, that whole thing. It's like when they when they talk about like the old rich white men bullshit. And yeah, like, like I don't need. I don't that need stuff. that. Yeah, they're, they're, that that should have been in the movie. Don't sneak that shit yeah. in. The way they did it really well. As much as I didn't like her version of Catwoman, but Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, when she talks about like the wealthy. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there. Good old Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where she talks about the wealthy. It's like, y'all lived so large for so long, and now you're going to fucking pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Like, that kind of like that kind of story, or that kind of, like, um, I guess, like, agenda, to me, really works well, instead of just being like, you know, what's the buzzword of the day? Yeah, what's exactly. The, what's the fancy catchphrase that we can all use right now? That, no, uh, I, to- I totally agree. Yeah. Patriarchy. Let's use that one. Let's use white men. Old, fat, white guys. Let's use that one. Yeah. Even, like, my friend Amar said, like, uh, Raj saying, I go, 
everything you predict are 10 years ago with the Disney rooting the Lucasfilm was coming true and I called you crazy at the time. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. Of course. Yeah. Agenda-based filmmaking. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you walk out and you're wearing a shirt that says the Force is feminine, like, right away you're telling me what your agenda is. Yeah. If you say, like, the Force is for all or the Force is for us or the Force is for everybody, if that's the kind of thing you're going to tell me, that's not really an agenda there. You're just telling me that it's like, oh, the Force is inclusive. Yeah, it's inclusive. Even yeah. that's not as bad as, like, just be like, the Force is feminine. She's great. And then all of a sudden, the guys and the Mary Sue bullshit and all the bandwagon jumpers who jump yeah. onto the opposite side of the bandwagon. Yeah. Like, all you do is start this weird little culture war and nobody's having fun. Yeah, I don't know. I guess the thing is, like, I was thinking about, like, I just can't, uh, um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I can't put any other, any other better words than how uh, Billy said it, is that I don't, I'm, I'm not afraid of the feminist agenda. You know why? Because hmm. I know it's going to fail. <laughs> well, this like what do they call it? the fourth wave, fifth wave? Yeah, fourth wave? yeah. What did Kathleen Kennedy believe? Really, what was her? What were her goal? Were her goals accomplished? I mean, if she wanted to make really like bad movies, yeah, there you go. She made three she awful so, movies, so she's a victim of her own doing. Yeah, I mean, how many? What was the last? What was the last time we saw a Star Wars movie? I man, I watched. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not paying money for them. I watched Force Awakens. What was the last time they put one out? Oh, when the last time they put one out? Yeah, they know that. Uh, um, I know there's probably movies on the way, but they right. know they know that they, they they fucked up completely. So they're like, well, I think that's obvious when you see John Favreau doing a lot more of the TV stuff. The TV stuff that I heard is is actually not that bad. It's yeah. incredible. I will I'll, I'll tell you straight up, like the John Favreau um, that era or that that so TV, um, not not even style, like that whole generation where he's kind of doing his own thing with the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. All that stuff is really good. Yeah. I, think the, I, should, I should actually give that a try. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Because it is a different... It is the Star Wars that you expect the story to go into post-Jedi. Yeah. That's, it's what you wanted. That, that's the sequel I wanted. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's Luke doing three days after Jedi. What did he do? And then, like, where did he go from there? Yeah. Not a flashback of him almost killing his nephew... Because his nephew thought, like, I might be evil. Maybe I'll destroy the temple. And then it's like, oh, well, the prophecy came true because he tried to kill his nephew. And then they all destroyed the temple. Oh, the prophecy. It's like, yeah, fucking Fuck just off. stop it. Just, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, give it's me just, a good story. Yeah, and I not know. a flashback. I know, yeah. It's just, it, it's, the thing is, like, they're just, it's, it's all patchwork when it comes to the script. And so right. you're like. You so have, many writers. There's so many writers. You're like, you can't keep track. And that's the thing. It's like, I, I kin that to, like, politics. Yeah. Every, every four years, there's a new party. And, right. Or like there's new, there's new. Uh, someone's in control of Congress, uh, whatever it is. And so if you push your agenda at, in one year, four years later or two years later, you can't get any legislation passed because like you know because you're just no one's in power for long enough to like right. have have like long term effects for their whatever their agenda is, right? Well, everybody same, picks a side. Yeah. So same thing with like Star Wars. Like you know, like you have like so many directors, especially the last trilogy. It's like you have it's passed on to different directors, different writers, and then so you the first one, Force Awakens, was kind of like you know a new hope, mm-hmm. and the second one just turn everything upside down and the third one tried to like rip, like repair everything that the, the second one did and right. to like to have some sort of continuity and you know we all know this. we don't everyone we're not this is not a secret everyone knows this it totally fucked up yeah it failed miserably it failed miserably yeah and I mean not look they, they I don't hate the fact that you put like the, what's her name Ray as the main character there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with having like a strong female lead playing that Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn right now for the first time on my brand new Steam Deck. And it is a great way to introduce a strong female lead character that you can get behind yeah. and follow and root for. Like, it's really, it's a very well done story. 
if you if but you, you but, but you're never reminded it's a girl you're never or a female, constantly reminded. Say, yeah exactly mm-hmm. it's never shoved in your face it just happens to be a character yep. who happens to be female great example is metroid metroid there you like, go remember yeah. when you played through the first time and sam takes your helmet off yeah you're like whoa, whoa 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 what's going on here yeah but you accepted it right away maybe like and that's you awesome the character. yeah yeah, yeah. Like, you follow the character yeah like even when you watch alien and aliens you're like you watch ripley you're like she came from like uh, a warrant officer having no like right uh, but and then she first movie she just takes control of everything exactly yeah and then afterwards you just forget you're just like that's Ripley and then in Aliens in Aliens like, you're like you are so behind that character yeah you're like you want her to win like right. you're just like you're just like like she's the female like hero that I think she's her and Sarah Connor are just like the best yeah Sarah Connor is another great example yeah. you know what Sarah Connor might be one of the best examples of how to how to like um kind of Bruce Willis like how to die hard your character you yeah. draw McLean a character yeah. where like you go from what you think they are which is just this like who's this bum Yeah. like who's this bum on a plane looking like he just woke up from an alcoholic stupor Yeah. and then he's the badass that you just want to see succeed over and over again Yeah. And they, Sarah they, Connor was the like yeah. the woman version of that even like even Ripley where they were like they, they go through tragedy right where they, where, and they have to confront their, their fears to become yeah. like these battle edged these hard edged like battle, battle hardened battle hardened like just like just crazy leaders of like you know and then right uh when you think about if you watch aliens it's like she's not like uh all of a sudden she becomes tough and she tells the men what to do and stuff like that right that doesn't even enter in your mind no at all you're just like you know what uh she takes control because she knows the situation right what's yeah. that uh, what's that syndrome called there's like there's like a syndrome that people who are going to like um jocko jocko willing talks about it a couple of times where it's like if you're well put together like if you're walking around and you look uh disheveled or you look unorganized. Like, let's just say that you're a guy with, like, a, one of those big, like, um, the saddlebags that guys use, like, a messenger bag. Yeah. And your shirt's not tucked in. And your hair's not properly combed. And you're not, like, fully clean shaven. And you're on the phone. You're, you're stumbling around downtown trying to get to wherever you're getting to. Somebody's going to look at you and be like, that's the guy I'm going to mug. He is not well put together. Yeah. I'm going after that guy. Because he's a target. That's a pigeon. Yeah. That's not a hawk. That's a pigeon. That's a pigeon. But then if you see a guy who's well put together walking confidently like you know good haircut nice glasses sunglasses whatever they are walking like uh looks like he's in shape generally it's not worth your time to deal with that person yeah the same goes for followers if you're gonna follow a person you're not gonna follow a pigeon you're gonna follow a well put together character which is what happens in aliens with hicks yeah hicks is like oh she's fucking established yeah like he's like she's well put together i'm putting all my money in her because this is somebody who i want next to me yeah and it's it's immediate he just figures it out yeah this is the person i want yeah, you know what I found out. You know what I just realized. Hmm. Uh, um, what's his face? Um, uh, Bill Paxton is the only character in history who's been killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a Predator. Yeah, that's everybody knows this. I know. It's just, it just it just <laughs> hit my mind. I was like, yeah, this is this is what we always talk about. I know. Bill just, Paxton has yeah. made the trifecta of he's like the, yeah, he's he's been hit, he's been killed by every single significant uh, he's alien species. Also been killed by Arnold. <laughs> now in a dream sequence. In a dream sequence, yeah. When uh. When Arnold breaks his neck in the uh, in the car, well, it's a you assume that's what it is. Cause he looks pretty dead in the car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm pretty sure in True Lies, True Lies, he's yeah, yeah. flopping out the side of the window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's dead. <laughs> he's killed him. So he's been killed by all the best. He's been murdered by the best. Yeah. Oh man. No, I just I just want good old fashioned like non wokey, non uh, non agenda based, non right wing. Like I appreciate what's kind of going on right now with the Daily was a Daily Wire. They have their own little cinema. Yeah, Cinema Factory that yep. is trying, trying to make movies that are just look, man, no agendas. Now there will obviously there will be an agenda because they are you know more on the right. They're more on the right, but I think that that's that's the 
appropriate response to like the whole left. Right. So I had like the, even like like Daily Wire was like uh, um, uh, whether you agree with it or not, it is a necessary um, asset to the base. Right. To like help keep that pH at at seven point oh, but like the left is just like it's, yeah. oh, super technical there. Yeah, it? so it's like it's just so. Um, Daily Wire is definitely better than Fox News. I think so. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I know they've got that. They try to hit that Christian right, um, family moral stuff. They they really go after. It's but it's I'll give I'll give it one thing. It is refreshing to hear Daily Wire listen to ben, listen to Ben Shapiro than listen to like nonstop far left. It, oh man, I can't. Or I, even far right. I hate them both so much. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, to get like um, something like Breaking Points or The Hill, and then you've got uh, Daily Wire on the other side. Yeah. Like and it does. It, it's the more rational, sane version of yeah. CNN and Fox News. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which, which obviously is um, is realized by both of them. Like CNN is revamping their entire system. Fox News is revamping their whole system. Rupert Murdoch won't uh, won't like push Trump anymore. Yeah. And the CNN is stopping all the uh, oh, the more opinion based bullshit. Yeah, Trump is just holy oh, shit. My God, what a he wants to shut down. He wants to erase the Constitution. You got you gotta love his ambition. <laughs> you know let's what? Just, let's get rid of the Constitution. I I, I no I, amendments for anybody. Yeah, it's like I just feel like he's just he's just yeah he's just grasping at straws now. Like he, he his, everything yeah. is crumbling around him. Well, I mean it is, but at the same time, like I was during the last election, we had a little bet that I did not win. When I thought he would win again. What was your punishment for that again? We were supposed to go work out. Which took a year and a half. Yeah, it did. But we got there. Mm -hmm. So I really think, like, he's got enough behind him. He could, I mean, are you going to, not, well, we can't, but would you vote for Biden? Like, do you want that dirty cop Harris? I don't know who's, no, I do not want Harris to run. Harris, if Harris runs, actually, you know what? The thing is, I don't really care because, like, it's not my, it's not our, it's not our country. Not our country, so I don't give a fuck. But But the trickle down affects us. It does. I mean, it does. We, we are a major consumer. Nice. Pause for editing. (laughs) But, uh, but like I was saying, but I was saying, we are a major consumer of, uh, of, of the US. We invest in the US. Like, we, we do, we do, it's a product we buy. It is. So whoever is the CEO of the company of the product we buy better be giving us good product. That's true. Um, it's just a matter of like who will, who will want to – who who is the best person to do business with. Right. So um, – Now the question is can Trump beat DeSantis or is DeSantis going to run? I don't know. I don't know. He'll run. We don't do a lot of the, the, he'll run. the political stuff here. He'll, he'll run. But this is fun. Oh, he'll, he'll, he'll run, run for sure. Won. Yeah, he'll yeah. run for sure. Um, but uh, he's gonna be the Jeb Bush of this. He'll be the Jeb Bush of this. Uh, Desantis. Or, Desantis. Will oh, I think Trump is gonna be the Jeb Bush. If you got Desantis, and okay, Trump. I'll say this though: they will be a, because the thing is, like, Desantis has less to hide, right? Uh, than than Trump does. But Trump's everything is in the open. Like, Desantis can go on a run, and just be like, yeah, you were this, 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 this. Oh, yeah. By the way, how's that? Um, yeah, you're being investigated right now. How's yeah. this going? How's this going? Right. All those documents. How's that going? Yeah, yeah. This is the person you want to vote for. Blah blah. blah. You could just do that. And then Trump could just be like, and Trump's gonna well, be like, well, you're right. I am a scumbag. Yeah, he's, I do have documents. Like he, could, yeah, he's, there's he, nothing to hide. Yeah, there's nothing to hide because everything's in, everything's in the open now. And I think fun. what it comes down to is it's gonna be like a high school battle. You're gonna have the the cooler together kid, yeah, who's like fairly new to the school, but everybody already likes, against the older kid, who everybody's kind of sick of, but they 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 use him. They use him. Yeah, you know, everybody uses Trump, but they're also just sick of his shit. Like, I mean. He's a he's not even a necessary evil anymore. He's just Mr. Moneybags who shows up and throw, start throwing cash around. Yeah. So like, well, yeah, we'll we'll use him. We'll keep him. We'll keep him around. 
We don't like him. He sucks. He doesn't bathe. He smells bad. He's got back knee McDonald's smell all the all the time. He doesn't comb <laughs> his hair. Like he's got that stink. Like you remember that kid in school? He you know, wasn't like the back knee and McDonald's smell. His hair smelled like fucking. Don't walk behind that Actually, kid. No, in the I, no, I, I have. I worked with someone like that. Right, and yeah. you know, but you know, but they're using him. And then on the other hand, you yeah, got this new yeah, kid that, who shows up. That's a term for them, yeah. Yeah, you use them. Yeah. And then like DeSantis comes up, who seems to be like witty. He's together. He's young. He's younger than us. Yeah, that's true. DeSantis yeah. is younger than we are. Holy shit. That is fucking wild, my friend. I know. But yeah. I mean, at the same time, he seems to be it he seems to be more center and more moderate. It's just the right is so far right and the left is so far left that he ends up looking extremely right. Yeah, it's like, but I'm just wondering, like, if the if the right will support someone like him who's not as as um, extreme mm-hmm. as Trump is, because like, what what can he offer them that Trump that Trump is going to offer them? <laughs> well, what is Trump going to offer them? Nothing. What's he going to offer them? Nothing. Chaos. Yeah, it's just like like four years of chaos. But the the problem is there are so many people who are intrigued by that kind of like wild, crazy behavior. Got to do yeah, it. Yeah, do it again. Just do it. Fuck. <laughs> Can we pause for a second? Yeah, man, for sure. We should have a cough button. That was um. All right, that was four minutes. All right, four minutes of break time. Okay, where were we? We were all Trumpy and stuff like that. Yes, but yeah, we don't usually get into the um. I was saying the political stuff. No, I know. Like people, people ask like, why don't you? Like, why don't you guys do the political? Why don't you get into the? Yeah, why talk about the what's going on in uh, Israel and Palestine and stuff like that? I'm like, that's the that's the one that that kills me the most. It's like, look, okay, number one, we don't because it's that's not what we do. We're yeah. more entertainment. We talk about pop culture shit. Something weird happens. Like, we'll get to Kanye soon enough. Well, we'll oh, talk, yeah, Kanye's coming. We'll talk, Kanye's on it. There's notes. Yeah, we'll get to Kanye soon enough. But I think like people keep asking, like, hey, oh, how come you guys don't do that kind of stuff? My my biggest, I know, like, why why do you not get into it? Because uh, this is our podcast, and we can talk about whatever we want. Exactly that. That's number one. It's our show. We'll do whatever we want to do. We'll talk about what we all talk about. Yeah. But for me, I always find that, especially with the Palestine and the Israel, and why don't you talk about more like the, the human rights atrocities? Number one, that's a catchphrase that you say because you don't know what you're talking about. But at the same time, I just kind of feel like there's such a hypocrisy about people who are so riled up about making sure everybody knows how much they know about Palestine. And at the same time, like, all they do is take selfies on a stupid slave-built phone. It's like, there, there's so much going on in the world, and all you want to do is make sure everybody knows what you're talking about. And that's not our agenda here. We're not here to tell you that we know what we're talking about, or we're, we're deep into a subject that we clearly, like aren't as educated on as we should be. We'll dabble a little bit, but that's not really our agenda. Nope. But at the same time, I just can't stand that there is this, like, this major, like, global issue happening that you're so into, but you don't, you yourself don't make it part of your agenda. Yeah. You're so busy, like, promoting yourself. And I never see it on your social media pages. Like, everybody. We have we have people we know who are always talking about it. You have people you know who are talking about it. I do. I've got friends. I see it with people out there who talk about it. And, you know, you're so into your own self-promotion, but, like, if you, were, if you were so into it, telling us that we should be talking about it, then what are you doing? Like, what are you really doing, aside from every now and then sitting around in, a, in like, an intellectual circle jerk talking about how much you know about Palestine? Yeah. Or, or world events in general. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we shit on FIFA all the time. I shit on the IOC. You shit on the IOC. We yeah. crap on these things all the time. Yeah. I really firmly believe that there needs to be more attention raised uh, more awareness about how much slavery there is in the world still mm-hmm. kids digging 
lithium out of the ground with a stick or they're blooding their hands up like are you pissed off about that no do you yep. think about that yeah are you are you putting that on every post in your twitter feed is your twitter feed full of of that kind of information because if yeah. it's not then like just watch our show for what we are yeah this is what we're doing we're <laughs> just what... having a light-hearted good time yeah i know i remember i was, I was reading something about uh fifa and then i get, i think it's that we know of mm-hmm I think 7,000 people died making those stadiums for the It's time. a lot, man. Yeah. It's a lot. So and that's I, the kind of thing we do. Yeah, and I, I, I just refuse to watch it. Those are the numbers we bring to you. That's yeah. what we're doing here. Yeah. No, but you're right, though. It's like FIFA is just about as I hate, as yeah, it can. World Cup, all that shit. I hate it. I'm not, I don't watch it. I haven't watched one single game. I don't know who's winning. I don't know who's I couldn't losing. care less. I could care less. Yeah, I'm at the I'm at the end of the care yeah I'll, get, yeah, I'll go into the field and kick a ball around. That's that's my extent of soccer. Right, yeah. yeah. I don't need to know like how great Ronaldo is. Um, all these soccer players who are out there doing their best, like good for them. Their athletes are trying their hardest. They're they're playing the sport and building their bodies to, to be these amazing athletes. That's incredible. And that's I applaud them yeah. for doing that. I, I agree. But I just cannot get behind, uh, you know, just the absolute dis- like disgusting, like, uh, like morally corrupt organization like FIFA or the IOC. Yeah, it's so sad. Those players can't. If if a, if, if a reporter asked them, like, what do you think about this, the the labor and the people killed to like, you know, make you so you could able you're able to play in this tournament, right? Like, what are they supposed to say? I just want to play some football. Yeah, man. <laughs> Is that, was that was that uh, what's his name? Right? That was the Jerry Maguire. Who's the yeah. kid? I just want to play some football. I just want to play some football. Like that's all they want to do. Fat kid <laughs> just wants to play some football. Yeah, man. It's it's pretty rough. So. It's bad. So that's why I think, in a nutshell, for me anyway. Not that like I'm the only voice here. You are. If you ever do want to talk about that kind of stuff, man, I say go nuts. Yeah. But for me, I just kind of feel like there's such a like there's such a high level of hypocrisy that if we if we sit here and try to talk about that or try to educate people on that, not knowing everything about it ourselves, yeah. but pretending that we do, there's just I, so much more wrong with yeah, the world than I, that. I always say that to people. Like, don't pretend to know things you don't know. Yeah. You know, don't pretend to know things you don't know and just... Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to spend your entire day being like a crusader for, for a cause that we can't change? Like, we, we can't. It's impossible for us to do. We do our best to try to bring awareness when we have the opportunity or when we kind of feel like it's a major time in the world to do that kind of thing. But um, I don't know, man. I just think like when I hear people will just start spouting off about it over and over again. And it's really just, like I say, it's that intellectual circle jerk. It just, it turns me off. Yeah, it's just like. And I'd rather just talk about Batman. Yeah, pretty much. I totally <laughs> agree. Yeah. Or Kanye. Or Kanye. Yeah. Fucking what is going on with Kanye? What is... Has he just... I don't know, man. He's he's not taking his meds. That's got to be what's happening, right? And I think it's, it's so sad because, like, he, this guy, like, I I believe that he's just... Okay, he, he needs help. Like, he need, mm. he definitely needs help. Okay, regardless of, like... What he said is absolutely atrocious, a yeah. garbage. Everything that comes out of his mouth is garbage. Right. And uh, I don't... And I think his followers um, should not be taking his word as gospel. Because if he's no. saying anti-Semitic shit, don't don't agree with him. Walk away from him. And just yeah, he's and, and, and understand where that's coming from. That's coming from a person who's whose brain, who's who, who's someone who's snapped, right? And who's not being looked after by his close ones, if he has any close ones. And he really needs to like uh, people who, and he has to be careful because he knows the power that he has over people. Like his, he has more followers than the population of Israel. <laughs> okay, really? That's. I mean that's a lot. That's a lot. I thought I, I didn't think Israel was big, but if he has more, if that's like a benchmark, yeah, that's Kanye, like a like a litmus test. Yeah, Kanye's one of the biggest stars in the world, so like everyone listens to his music basically, right? right? Uh, and I'm not denying Kanye West doesn't make good music, okay? But like he's, if you're given that big of a platform, um, 
and not learning anything from your podcast with Lex Friedman. I think Lex Friedman told him exactly what oh, he should man. be doing. And he didn't. And he just doubled down. Yeah, he he just ignored it and doubled down. Yeah, and he went to Alex Jones with that black mask on, and uh, even Alex Jones was like. Uh, I don't agree with that, buddy. So Kanye, I mean, obviously, you don't think Hitler was good, right? Yeah. He's like, no, 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 Alex. Yeah, Hitler was amazing. Yeah, it's Hitler. like, are you out of your mind? Yeah, it's like you don't have to see the, you don't have to try to see the good in everybody. I think we can all agree on like some people in history were pieces of shit, gigantic okay? monsters. So like, you want I, like I don't think Kanye has hate in his heart, but he's just he doesn't know how to like express himself when it comes to that kind of stuff. I think Kanye has mental illnesses. Hard. He has mental illnesses. Hard. I think that's yeah. what it is. I know there was a, a comment. It's so that misguided. Came out. It's crazy. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. It's very misguided. It's so misguided. There was a a comment somebody made not too long ago, like three or four days ago, where it's like just because you're bipolar or have mental illness doesn't mean that you're also a racist. Like you kind of have to have some crazy thoughts in your head. Like um, like Holocaust denying isn't isn't like an aspect of mental illness. But I think there's there has to be something, right? No, there is something. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think that's accurate. I think he's clearly like not on whatever he should be on. Yeah, he's agree. got like you said, he's got the wrong people around him who aren't out there to help him. Yeah, and the people are just like making money off him. If you right. if you have Kanye West on your show, you must get they, that they're just you're just making money off his off his lunacy and his like uh, for sure and his his mental anguish. And don't forget the enablers. Oh, like they, the Kardashians yeah. and like this, like the whole Balenciaga, Adidas, all these oh, people. All those, who, yeah, they're, 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 you're all complicit they're, in where he you're is all now. Complicit, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, I, I totally get it. You know, you're all backpedaling, and you're like, I don't know, we'll wait to see what he says, and we don't really think this is a, this is the right image for our corporation. It's like, yeah, you knew no, who he was. Y- yeah, you knew he was. You knew who he was when you when you got on that horse. Yeah, you knew the horse was crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's a big red horse. Yeah, but you rode it. All but the, you rode it. You rode, all, you, you rode the billions out of it. So right, you rode the billions out of it, and now that it's gone completely AWOL, you're like, you know what? We don't like that he took off on us. Like exactly. That. Yeah, I didn't. Such a yeah, crazy I, shit. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't ride that horse. But yeah, no, we have pictures of it. We have like the, the receipts show that you uh, <laughs> you benefited off this crazy this person who's I don't even like to use the word crazy. Like this person is like this, per, this person needs help. He needs help. Yeah. No, you're right. It's like it's the the whole thing where it's like. I rode the horse, but I did not enjoy it. Yeah, it's like we didn't enjoy it. We knew that we knew it was a big horse. We tried it. We immediately didn't like it. Yeah. Like right away, we were making plans to get off this horse. Yeah. So why don't you return all the money you made off that guy? Then? Right. Donate. Yeah. Like all the cash you made while he was your guy. How about you donate it to like uh, what's that one anti defamation? You know, because you know they'll use it wisely. You know, spend or, on the anti defamation. Or why does Adidas just pay the the families that uh, of the people who died making all those World Cup stadiums? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. How about you take all that shoe money and pay it to all the migrant workers who came from like the farthest reaches of their country to make a little bit of money and fell from like thirty stories and got buried in concrete yeah. under a building? Exactly. Died of heat. Died of heat exhaustion. Died of like just uh, poor working conditions. It's a health and safety nightmare. Oh hey, not to interrupt you. Uh, spe- you said seven thousand. Reminded me. We were way off, or I was way off on the last episode about the uh, Elon Musk. How many people he fired from Twitter? It was like it was like nine thousand people. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it was like seventeen hundred to two thousand people got fired. No, and it came down from like two thousand to one fifty. Yeah, no, it was like like nine thousand. Like oh yeah, it was, it was eighty five percent of the workforce. It was, yeah, no, I yeah. knew that. I was just way off the numbers. <laughs> I was way. It was so many more people than I realized. Yeah, I don't think. I think people are judging Elon about uh, about just on Twitter. Yes, Twitter is not close to what Tesla is. SpaceX is. It is a. It is not a big deal of his. It is not a big deal of his, but be careful. You see what you're doing is you're defending Elon Musk. No, no, I, I, I think well, he's... Hold on, hold on. If you defend Elon Musk, you become an Elon bro. 
Yeah. And then all the other people the who are bro, not yeah. Elon bros, mm-hmm. they start asking you why you're taking a bullet for Elon. That's yeah. Because it's it's become an identity war now. That, that's so sad. It's like yeah. you've got people out there who who really and you're going to be guilty of being Elon bros. But there are there needs to be wild, crazy ass fucking people out there who try to do good, not just Trump who tries to do bad. Yes. You have to have wild, crazy people out there who think they're doing the right thing. The right thing, yeah. Who are actually trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh I don't know, it's it's so hard to like um like if you're gonna be uh going on Twitter and just ha- having having open transparency mm-hmm. that um the potential for like leading to violence from that, because people are just like you find the truth about this one person or whatever it is. Let's say it's, I don't know, Hunter Biden or whatever it is. Um, that's going to cause, like, uh, people to lash out and then, you know, become, you know, like, who who's the one who, who, like, let's say if someone, like, was hiding some information on Twitter. Yes. When the, like, when the employees there about, like, you know, let's, you know secrets about uh, Hunter Biden, right? And they say, if we, if we make it public that, that this was this person who did it. Yes. That person is going to be hunted down. For sure. Yeah. He'll be the hunted Biden. He'll be the hunted Biden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do like how you snuck that in twice. Mm. You know, I mean, let's just say, for the sake of argument, that there's a laptop out there that was, for the sake of argument, yeah. taken to like a pawn shop for repairs. And for the sake of argument, had sensitive information yeah. about the Ukraine and deals. And I don't know, maybe pornography shit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't I don't know. know. Yeah. Maybe it was out there. Yeah. And let's just say, for the sake of argument, that that laptop and all that information belonged to one of Trump's kids. And let's just say, let's just say for the sake of argument, the left lost their shit and demanded the release of this information. Yeah. And the suppression was garbage. It was bullshit. Let's get it out. Let's get it out right now. It's garbage that you're suppressing it. But, I mean, suddenly because it's the lefties guy, they're all saying that Elon Musk is wrong for releasing all this information, you know, during a major election cycle. Yeah. Like, the hypocrisy is wild. Yeah. Like, okay, they're both gross. Both Trump, they're, yeah, yeah. Trump and Donald Trump Jr., yeah. Both disgusting. They yeah. they do their weird crap. We know it's great. But, like, when they were going through the records of Mar-a-Lago, when they were going through, like, the, the P-tapes, like, people were rapidly hoping there was something. We yeah. want all the information out. Yeah. But because it's Hunter Biden, we want none of the information no, out. we want none of it. Yeah, because, like... Suppress it all. Yeah, just suppress it all. It makes... It actually, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. No. Yeah, so that's the, that's the, that's the hypocrisy about um, being transparent. You either... Have the information open right. and be willing to take the bullet yes. for lack for lack for lack of better word, and uh, or you keep you try to keep a lid on it to make yep. sure there's no that no explosions take place. Yes, you either jump on the grenade or you kick it towards your enemies. Yeah, it's one or the other. Yeah, <laughs> just that's a very dangerous game to play. It's a very dangerous game to play yeah. because like sooner or later, man, that grenade is getting thrown at you. It's like you know it, the same thing with the um, like altering laws and this like this new like bill for the internet bill and the fucking sovereignty act. Yeah, all this shit. It's like, do you think? Let me let me just like let's just be completely realistic here. Do you think you're always going to be the one in control of these powers that you're trying to put in place? Like, do you not understand that like just putting on the ring, the ring corrupts you, and you're not always the one who has the ring. Yeah. Like, sooner or later, it's somebody else using that against you. Yeah, it's true. Just fucking taking big swings, the war club, and your people are just flying in the air. Yeah. Because you built that weapon. Yeah, I know, man. Every, everything's everything's a fucking pyramid scheme. Everything's a fucking pyramid scheme. Yeah. FTX is a pyramid scheme. FTX, FTX is a Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme, Oh, yeah. my God. We didn't even get into FB, FTX yet. Oh, God. It's wild that people actually bought into it. And thought it wasn't a pyramid scheme or yeah, a Ponzi scheme when he described yeah. it 
as a Ponzi scheme himself. Yeah, because how much was lost? Oh, it was like that one day it was like five billion, right? I think so. Like in that one day, remember. that one dude yeah. was like, "I want all my money out. I want yeah. all my money out." Yeah, because he shorted it. Yeah, because yeah, when it's shorted, because crypto once it's gone, it's gone. It's gone. Honey. It's gone. Yeah. Oh. oh my god, man. Oh my goodness. You know what? We're I'm I'm gonna do it a great injustice by getting deeply into it. But Coffeezilla has got like three or four incredible on YouTube. Three or four just like remarkable takedowns of this guy, and they're all they're all crazy fun to watch. Oh, so some fun stuff. Okay. Uh, not so fun stuff, but just like ridiculous. So um, I was reading this art, this article about this uh, corporal. She's uh, I can't remember her first name is Christy something like that Gautier Gautier whatever her name is Gautier Gautier yeah it might be Gautier did you hear about this thing yeah so she's a she's a Paralympian I believe or an athlete like a, like a like a, a physically disabled athlete physically disabled yeah former military like high ranking highly respected everybody loves her she just wants a ramp built into her house mm. there's a fund apparently that she's able to get a ramp she calls the uh, the Veteran Affairs and she just wants a ramp that's it. Because the actual ability for her is so, like, degraded now. Like, use her, her body or lower body, whatever, her extremities to get on the stairs. It's just like, it, it hurts all the time. Yeah. Life is pain. But otherwise, she's doing pretty good. Things are great. And then the, the veteran affairs people are like, you know, have you ever thought about killing yourself? Like, straight yeah. up, they're like, you know, if you want. Like, if your body is in such rough shape and, you know, maybe, like, like forego the ramp and we'll just help you kill yourself. Like... What the fuck? Don't fucking... you people realize this is what the weirdos, are, like the hardcore, like, you know, the, the anti-assisted suicide people, yeah. the ones who are like, you know, all life is precious, no abortions for anybody, yeah. but death penalty for all. Those people think this shit's happening, death porns and stuff, and then like some lunatic at the affairs is like, you fucking kill yourself? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, how many, yeah, exactly. They're just like, who's that Dr. Kevorkian's fucking nephew? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kevorkian was doing good work too, though. He was. I mean, Kevorkian was taking people who needed to get out. Yeah. And like, helping them get yeah, out. They want, yeah, they want legally assisted suicide. Yes, and they couldn't yeah, get it. They couldn't get it. So he was, I mean, he wasn't a serial killer. No. He, he, wasn't, he, he just had that serial killer last name. <laughs> just Kevorkian. I mean, you know, very catchy. Very catchy. Yeah. Serial killers do have catchy names. They though. do. But anyway, that was my, that was like my, my, like, war, what in the world? The ridiculous wide world of sports yeah. type thing. Where it's like, what the fuck do you think is like, how, as a human being, how do you bring that up to somebody when you're, when you know who they are, like, like a respected, decorated veteran who's also like, uh, like a, a respected athlete. Like, you know what we should do? Like, if you can't get the ramp, which is probably not going to happen. Yeah. We should just fucking help you kill yourself. Yeah. That's a, that kind of reminds me of Rusty from uh, True Detective. When you've got that woman. Uh, I haven't that woman. seen True Detective. Well, he's talking to that woman who's like, uh. Who uh, hurt kids? Mm-hmm. He's like, he goes, yeah, they're, they're you go to prison. They're, 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 they they don't treat people who, who uh, hurt kids very well. If you get the chance, you should probably kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty dirty. That is, yeah, that is pretty. Yeah, and if you haven't seen season one of First of True Detective, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. I, uh, yeah. I, I really want to get into it. It's just, so good. Just watch season one. It's, season one is so good. It's pretty great. It's every episode is a. Should be should win an Emmy. That's how good it is. Really, I, you know, I keep hearing season one is the one to watch, and season two, Vince Vaughn season two, right? Uh, yeah, I think season two is with um, I think Colin Farrell's in season two. I think it's three. Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're, they're the team work together. Yeah, and so, but you have um, Matthew McConaughey and you have Woody Harrelson. They're the two d- dynamic dynamic between those two is amazing. I can see it. Yeah, it's Louisiana, like the dirtiest part of the United States. It's, like, it's crazy. I do really love those, like. Um, like the really gritty, like middle America you'll murder like, stories. You'll, you'll love the show. Then. Was that one that into the into the furnace? 
This is the furnace. Is yeah. that the one with Christian Bale? Christian Bale. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I, I know Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. God, that was a great movie. I think what's his face? Wasn't that guy from uh, uh, Casey Lockstock too? Is Lockstock uh, what's his name? The guy from uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Statham? Statham. Is he in that movie? No, no, no. He's no. not. Yeah, okay. But, no, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, Woody but, Harrelson, Casey Affleck, and... Um, Christian Bale, yeah. Christian Bale. And Zoe Zeldana's in that, right? I think so. She plays like the girlfriend, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, but uh, the... Um, yeah, True Detective season one is... I can't say it enough. It's such a good show. Yeah, I mean, those are... I, I will definitely get into it. Because, yeah. I mean, I was a huge fan. Uh, like I said, my favorite TV show, live action television show of all time, is Justified. No, no, then you'll love this show. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like, it's the middle of Kentucky. Everybody's grimy. Everybody's kind of like uh, like the morally ambiguous. It's just nothing but like stabbings and dirt and shootouts and blood. Oh, and, yeah, that's exactly... Oh, fuck, you're going to love this uh, show. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I never really did... Um, there were a bunch of shows where I never really did get deep into them. And then once I finally did, like Breaking Bad is on them, I, I'm finally starting it again. Mm. And man, do I really enjoy it. I'm, I, love, I'm I, love really Bre- I love Breaking Bad, yeah. It's good. But I think a lot of it has to do with that grimy setting. Yeah, like I just fucking love. I, I God, I love a loser who does right, uh, or like you know, just gets beat up over and over again. Like something about that. Yeah, I think that's, middle America loser. Yeah, that that's what because Breaking Bad is is just sorry, not not Breaking Bad, but uh, True Detective is like it's this the the atmosphere, the scenery, and like you know that it's it's taking takes place in a place where and they describe how how fucked up this, the the area is and mm-hmm. the land is, and it's just about bad men going after worse men. Oh yeah, no, all that's that's great. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that for a dollar. Yeah, and then because yeah, then because that's what Matthew McConaughey basically says in the show. So if you haven't had, if you haven't watched it, anyone who hasn't watched it, just go watch season one. Go it's watch gonna, season one. It's gonna, it's gonna, it'll blow your mind how good. I think it's Matthew McConaughey's best performance besides like Interstellar. For me, anyway. No, I haven't seen Interstellar still. I know. Did you like 2001? I know. I love 2001. Well, then you have to see Interstellar. Did you see the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy trailer? No. Huge homage to 2001 in the middle of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, I'm, look, I like James Gunn. And I like I like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I have to see it because I've seen the first two, so I, I, should, I should polish them off. Yeah. Number one is good. Number two was what it was. Number two uh, was number, not as good as number one. No, number two was such a contained story. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of <laughs> felt like it should have been a little bit wilder. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do, like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the comics, so I, did, I didn't like they changed directions over who his father was. Yeah. Um, because it's so good in the comic, like mm-hmm. J- like Jason of Spartax is such a, such a fun character. Yeah, but, but in this one it was like was ego. It was ego. It's right? ego. Yeah. yeah. But number three just looks like it's gonna be the it's gonna be the last one. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna end that run and yeah. whatever happens to him happens to him. But um, like the the characters go on do their own thing all separate ways. But this is gonna be like the the culmination of James Gunn in Marvel because now he's on a DC right. So uh, so I think he's gonna go with a bang and a lot of homages. Like sure. there's this yeah. like weird Among Us slash 2001 kind of moment in the trailer. We're like, oh, all right then, I'll, uh, yeah, I'm I'll, down. I'm what, down with that. Actually, shifting gears, um, what do you think about his move to uh, to DC? What do you think it's going to do? So I have, and, that, um, and, that other, and that other gentleman as well. Yeah, well, I, can, I can never remember what his I name, his name is. but like, what do you think about them taking over the uh, the universe? So I have, uh, I and, have Matt, and Matt Reeves taking over Batman. Right, and Matt Reeves is running like full Batman. Now. Full Batman. Like Batman is now Matt Reeves' little play, uh, sandbox. That, yeah, I'm okay with that. Like I said, like I said before, I'll say it a thousand times. Um, maybe I should say it less. I did not like the Batman the way other people did, yeah. but I appreciate the hell out of what Matt Reeves did because mm-hmm. I think it was like a great artist taking over. Like when you would watch a, a writer artist team show up in a new comic book and they pay homage everything behind them, yeah. everything past. While trying to start a new, like a new chapter, yeah, and that's what I think that movie was, and I appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, 
Um, James Gunn taking over. Now, I have said this a thousand times. If you don't know comic books, you should look up who Jim Starlin was. Jim Starlin, yeah. Jim Starlin is basically what, to comics, what James Gunn is to the movies. Mm. He did incredible work with uh, with the New Gods, with Batman, yeah, right. yeah. with Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, all the stuff that, that was, was that James Gunn sandbox in Marvel was... Uh, <laughs> Do it. Oh, juicy. Yeah, juicy. Pause for edit. Yeah, go ahead. But all the stuff that James Gunn is doing in Marvel and DC is essentially the movie version of what Jim Starlin did in Marvel and DC. Yeah. I mean, just, it's, I, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do because I think he is that guy. And I feel like he knows he's that guy. I think so too. I think, I think it's also, I think that's what, I didn't mind that DC like canceled all these projects and like, um, poor Batgirl. But you know what? I don't mind that at all. Because you know what? It's, uh, because like how much did that cost to make? Okay, from the little, the little bit that we saw. Yeah. From the little bit, so we see like stills and things, it doesn't look like they put like big money into this. Okay, so they, but they would have to double whatever the money they put into that into marketing. To marketing. So that's another, that's, that's tens of millions of dollars that they would right. have to pump in there, which they probably don't even have. Which would have gone into the bucket. Yeah, into the bucket, yeah. So that's going to be a write-off or whatever it is. That's the shit bucket, kids. Yeah, so like I think it's good. Like, you know what? No, we're not even going to bother with this anymore. So it's very good to see a studio just like clean cut. Like, you know what? We appreciate this, but yeah. you know what? We have to make the hard decision not to even release this. Right. So it's like, you know, cancel all this, cancel all this, get rid of this. We know that's not going to make money. No one's going to want to watch that. Whatever it is, right? So like whatever decisions they made, they made the clean cut. They made that hard decision. And they're like, you know what? This is what's this is what's going to be happening from down the road. Mm-hmm. James Gunn was a huge, huge grab for them. That's great. Right. Matt Reeves was a huge grab for them. That's yep. that great. And then, uh, so you have to make the tough decisions to go to get back to profitability, but also to make to like get back to quality. Right. So quantity is not great if you're not putting enough quality in there. Right. I mean, there's only so much you can pump that. Like the idea of the multiverse. Like I know the cartoons can do that. They pump the idea of like, well, this Batman does that, and this Batman is uh, the New Frontier, and this Batman is yeah. is Dark Knight, and they're all they all exist. Just watch the ones you watch. Like, I get that that's kind of where they were going before James Gunn came on. Yeah, or like that that uh, post New Fifty Two era. Yeah, all the stories exist, and they're all in the multiverse. Tell the story you want to tell. Yeah, but at some point, you've got to be like, well, people are gonna like the the casual viewer doesn't want that. Yeah, the casual viewer wants to see like the next Batman movie, and the next Batman movie, and the Superman playing with that Batman. Yeah. In that world. And maybe they meet that Wonder Woman. And ten movies later, we've got, like, you know, a whole series of Avengers-style... Like, they kind of want... They crave that. They crave... Yeah, that's what they want. They, that's they, what they want. They, they, know, <laughs> they know the formula of how to make, like, this profitable. Because yeah. all I have to do is just look at Marvel, right? Yeah. And even Kevin Feige said, like... He goes... As soon, he goes... Are you, he asked, they asked him about that whole thing with DC. And he's like... Yeah, the first person... James Gunn was like... He goes... the first, James Gunn said, like, you're the first person I talked to about this. Right. So... They will. He looked. He asked him for advice. He was asking for like, "No, this is what we be doing." Blah blah. blah. And then Ken Feige is like, "Yeah, he wants to see DC succeed. Like, you know, because the more people that get into theaters, the better. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, exactly. If you start telling better DC That's stories, yeah, exactly. Yeah, better DC stories are going to make better Marvel stories. Yep. And I mean, I think we're kind of seeing. Um, I don't know if it is a uh, like a reaction to that, or it's a reaction to losing as much money as they lost, or the subscriber count going down. But like, Bob Iger is back in at Disney. Yes, which is which I promising. called. Which which I called. I knew yeah, that. yeah. I mean, it was he. He looked like he was looking for the next project when he left. Yeah, that whole John Stewart thing. Where he's like, I don't know. Maybe I'll go run CNN. Mm. Oh, I won't run CNN. Like there's this whole idea. Like, what's Bob Iger going to do next? Well, we know he's going to go back to. He basically Jay Leno. That uh, what's his name? Chappic. Yeah, yeah. He he Jay Leno. 
He's well, just, I don't. You know, to be honest with you, it's like you know, well, how much garbage was that guy putting out in the last two years? I mean, from the day he stepped in, it was like twenty twenty twenty. Like it was like when was, he, you know, he stepped in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, that's right. Twenty yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. Or like he, he was, was there for two years. Yeah, yeah, he was there for two years. Yeah. He showed up and he just he kind of like Kath, Kathleen Kennedy. He Kennedy the whole situation. Yeah. Made a made a bunch of moves that were were losing them fans. Did you see that? Remember that interview he had over Florida? Uh, he was the, oh the don't oh, say gay thing. Oh yeah. Oh man, that was mm. that was hard to watch. I he did not look charismatic. Nope, he did not at all. That was a, if I was in that position, I'd be like, uh, there's got to be a gun around here somewhere. He reminded me of um who was the guy who came in who we had it's at like the he, Oilers just before Chiarelli. Oh um, what's his face? Uh, he played for the Flames. Tambellini. Tambellini, yeah. He reminded me of Tambellini. Yeah. Like, he showed up, and he's, like, you know, pulling his hotels. I, I, like, and... I think he was, like, Daryl Eakins. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, the haircut? No, yeah. screw that guy. Yeah, he was, like, uh, yeah, because he was sitting there, he was, like, uh, it was like, almost like to, like, you know, like, to catch a predator. Yeah. He's, like, no, no, no sit down. <laughs> have a seat. Yeah, have a seat. Have a seat. And then he's sitting there, and he's, like, yeah. Uh, and then he was just searching for answers. You're, like, this guy's, this guy's fucked. I say gay all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's gay. It's, like, I don't think that's what they want you to say there, buddy. Want you to, well, that's not what he said. But I mean, it was just a, it was a cringy, awkward interview. Yeah, it was terrible. You watching, you're just thinking, you're just watching a man fall apart. This is the guy who runs our studio. Yeah, this guy. This guy runs the biggest entertainment studio in the world. Oh, it's and rough, he's just man. like you're just sitting there watching this guy just go, just go to his knees, and you're like, oh my god. But it is gonna be nice to see um to see what Iger does. It's gonna be great to see what James Gunn does. Mm-hmm. I I think we're in for a lot of really cool. That kind of early '80s style Marvel I think so. and DC storytelling. I think so too. Yeah, I, I hope I so. Think, yeah. I hope I hope that's the way it is. Yeah, and I think there's just uh, I think there will just be more of like I don't think we don't have, we don't have to see a lot, but we, what we do, we'll, we'll see is good quality stuff. Good quality stuff. Yeah, I've got a feeling that's what was going on with um with the Batgirl thing because the Batgirl movie seemed to be taking the place of Batman Beyond. Yeah, it really felt that way. So you've got Batgirl; she's a new hero, and her older Bruce Wayne shows up and mentors her. Yeah, and then he's gonna like let the world see Batgirl as the new hero, and he's gonna be in the shadows. But like we want Batman Beyond. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't want Batgirl Beyond. Yeah, I, I don't need a lot of content. If you if you can make us wait for something good, I'd rather right. go through that than just like be like, oh, there's another shitty movie that's coming out like from DC or whatever. Right. right? Well, that you're gonna be unhappy with. Yeah, it. you're gonna be like, well, like what was the what's the one? Like, I understand you have to push this through to get like give actors jobs or yeah. whatever it is, right? To push content out. But it's like I'd rather just go see. An, uh, I'd rather wait for an unreal movie to come out. Right. And top gun. Yeah, for example. Like yeah, or like let's see, Batman and Beyond was two years away. I can wait two years. I can wait two years. Yes. I will I will watch a really good Batgirl movie that's not taking up the space of Batman Beyond. Yeah. yeah. Like I'll watch a great yeah. Bat I'll watch a great yeah. Supergirl movie that okay, see a great example was I was on board like I was a fan of the uh, the DC, the DC CW shows, right? Mm-hmm. The Arrowverse. But the one thing that killed me about that is when they depowered Superman to make Supergirl the new top level, like boss yeah. level hero. Yeah, she was on top of the hierarchy. He he gets like uh like brain his brain gets taken over. Yeah, and then he's he's fighting her. And it's like no no no, I was a full power. I know I was I'm Superman. I was a full power, and you still beat me. You're the one. You're the chief around here, big dog. Yeah, and I was like don't I don't need you to sacrifice Superman to make her better. You were already telling moderately to to good like your your worst story was moderate. You know what I mean? It's like you were, your worst story was average. Yeah. And it's good story. I don't sacrifice Superman to make her even better. Just tell better stories. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I totally agree. I think the problem with Superman is that they do that too often. It's like they're like, you know what, he's just too powerful. Right. We have to we have to power him down because if he let loose, obviously the story wouldn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest issue with Superman is like Superman is just the he's the quintessential superhero, right? Now have you been watching Superman and Lois? No. Incredible. 
Is it good? It is. It is since Christopher Reeve, there hasn't been a better Superman. Mm. It's very good. Now, I, I again, I appreciate uh, what's his name there, uh, the Cavill, mm-hmm. Henry Cavill. I appreciate what he does. I think he looks great in a suit. I think yeah. he got some shitty movies. Yeah, I think he's got the potential to be a very good Superman. You love Man of Steel. I just adore Man of Steel. Yeah. I don't think that movie's garbage at all. Yeah. I don't think flying dildos were ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, There's completely necessary. Yeah, Lois Lane was uh, able Lois to get around Lane, where she wants. For yeah. sure. I mean, she ran she can teleport, across basically, the right? city. She yeah. basically teleported to a, a battle-damaged metropolis wearing that flight suit. No, that wasn't ridiculous. It wasn't insane that, Zor- that Jor-El was like, I'll teach you and you'll teach him to put this thumb drive into the ship. And then when you have to do it, you'll still fuck it up. That wasn't that wasn't ridiculous at all. Well, no, it all made sense. Man yeah. of Steel makes perfect sense. And if you if you like Man of Steel, I don't think you're a moron at all. At all. Holy. I'm sorry. Holy. My apologies. Yeah, I just love it so much. I had to get that off my chest. But Superman and Lois. It's a lot. It's very good. Very Superman. It's enjoyable. Okay. Cool. No. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't think there's any. Like, I, was, I was having this conversation with. Uh, um, friend of the show friend of the show friend of the show and uh, I just don't like I guess the uh, I guess since Disney bought out Fox mm-hmm. is that we might be waiting for a Silver Surfer movie and I said you know what I don't like Silver Surfer is my favorite superhero of all time but uh, even now that's not like you're not being facetious at all no not at all like I know I was fucking around but for yeah. you no Silver Surfer is just your tops he's my favorite like he is hands down my favorite superhero but I just enjoy his stories more than anybody else's. Mm. But um, and when he when that finally comes out, I don't think I'll care at that point. I think you might. I think if they do a good job. No, no, I, I just think it's going to be so far down the line. Right. I think I'm just going to be like, just I'll be, mar- I'll be completely marveled out. Oh, yeah, it's like fatigue. Yeah. Yeah, you love Marvel. If you, if you want to go see it, I'll go see it with you, though. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely go see it. There you go. Okay. I've been waiting for, like, I mean, I'm not as much of a Silver Surfer fan as you are. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for you, it is, it's a, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember that, uh, that Silver Surfer 50, yeah. was it? The cover? I remember it was that, like, gold embossed cover, or that yeah. silver embossed cover. Yeah. I remember going nuts for that, and uh, in Infinity, Infinity War, and all that kind of stuff that he kind of has a little, he's, no, he's not in that one. Which one, which one is his big story? He's ahead of part of. Well, he's a huge. He's a big part in Infinity Gauntlet. What they Gauntlet. what they couldn't put him in the movie because they, they never liked him. But, but like, um, yeah, but, I mean, and if you like, uh, if you read a standalone story by the Zero Surfer Requiem, it's like it's the saddest story of any Marvel Marvel hero. It, it's, 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 it's one of the most saddest. Yeah, it's so well told. It's so well told. Is it Gabriel Delato or Isad Ribic? Isad Ribic, right? His the writer, the the artist. I'm not sure. The, I'm not sure the artist, but the writer. Straczynski's the writer. Yeah, Straczynski's the, he's yeah. the writer. Yeah, it's either Isad Ribic or um or Gabriel Delato, but the art is just it's one of those two painters. Yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful art. Uh, very like high quality storytelling that assumes the character is gonna die yeah and plays it the whole way as if the character's gonna die yeah that's true yeah the, there's no there's no kind of like last minute save where it's like hey all of a sudden Spider-Man and Iron Man got together and came up with this like gem of an idea to fly to 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 Theta 5 yeah and find a ruby and they're gonna put up Thanos' butt and he'll vomit out a cure it does, it's none of that none stuff none of that stuff Silver Surfer dies yeah and it's just really a really well told storyline yeah and there's the, I have it on my phone even I think that is Isad Rubik. Yeah, yeah, really like like high level uh, high level artwork. Yeah, it's like it's just uh, yeah, it's a, it's such a great book. Um, I read it for the first time when I was like I don't know, this is like maybe like twenty years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Not that twenty years ago, but no, maybe no, like maybe like uh, like five ten years ago or something, or when it first came out. And I just uh, I read it. In, <laughs> I read it in 
I read it in uh, chapters, and I had tears coming out of my eyes. <laughs> I had to hide them. You I went to the washroom, and I was like, I was like, I was like, wash my face. I was like, God. I say, if you're a fan of something that moves you in in that kind of a way, then somebody clearly did their job right. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, the old JMS there clearly did his job right. Yeah, he's been doing his job right since he man. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't I, know if people know that. That's true. Yeah, yeah wrote uh, wrote multiple episodes of He Man, Babylon Five, Babylon Five. That's true too. Yeah, he's the creator of, yeah. uh, of Babylon Five. Yeah. Oh, and you know what's another thing I ordered is hmm. um, uh, TMNT, The Last Ronin. Oh, you finally got your hands on it. Uh, yeah. It should be here soon. It should be but coming like, in. Yeah. Huh? But uh, that story is really, really, like, also, is amazing. Yeah. A very good end of an era type story. End of an era, yeah. There haven't been a lot of them, but when they do them right, they're, they're really, like, revered. Like yeah. Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Like the Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Really revered. Um, Watchmen. Like the end of Watchmen. The comic book, not the movie. Were really revered. Like when they do an end of an era type story. Yeah. And they do it right. They do it right. It's just like, that's when you, yeah, if it's in good hands, then you're, you don't feel, you don't feel as bad. You're not just like, like uh, yeah, you don't think, what was that? Not like Spider-Man, Spider-Man Rain. Oh, yeah. Is, uh, Spider-Man radio, is just. Radioactive jizz killed Mary Jane. Ah, uh, yeah. That's, that's literally what killed Mary Jane. <laughs> that's just. I mean, what the hell were you people thinking? They weren't thinking. That's the problem. Who okayed this? Yeah. What? Who who was like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah radioactive jizz. Yeah, they, they, kill they, Mary Jane. They, they, wonder, they wonder why no one's buying comic books. It's like, <laughs> no, whatever. I mean, uh, Stanley. Yeah. Well, he had no power at that time. No, yeah, yeah. He was a, he was this, yeah. like he was like a shell of a man at no, that point. This is this is about like 15, 15, 16 years ago. Like yeah. it's not it's not not a it's not a new story. Yeah, but it's not an old story. But um, I think we kind of hit all our notes there, pal. Cool. My apologies yeah. for the sniffles. I mean, I will probably not edit any of them out. There's a big chunk in the middle that we can cut out, but uh, that's about it. Um, I was talking about the uh, the 780,000 years ago. We talked about that last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found fire almost a million years ago. Food cooked in fire. Carbon dated. They've carbon dated that human beings have been cooking food since 780,000 years yeah. ago. Yeah. So, uh, uh, narcissistic sympathy. That's that's my that's my hot take on. It. We'll do that next time. Yeah. That's uh, that's for next time. That's a rant that I've been working on. That is just uh, just a rant. Um, Qatar, the human rights ambassador for the World Cup, was like, you know, gays are the devil. So, oh yeah, so that's screw a whole, that guy. That's a, yeah, that's a whole other. He, story. He called it damage of the mind. He's yeah. like, homosexuality is damage of the mind. I think, I think you've got a little. Yeah, you've got a little bit damage. I think of the your mind, turban's yeah. on too tight, pal. Yeah. Um, that that we had that one. We did. Uh, oh, Randy Orton. So wrestling news. Randy Orton might be done. Really? Unfortunately, so he's uh he had what people thought was a, a good old kayfabe injury. Probably about three or four months ago. Uh-huh. Um, April, maybe more than that. It was after WrestleMania. Yeah. So he he leaves. He had a great tag team title run with Matt Riddle, yep. formerly of the UFC. Amazing wrestler in his own right. Great mixed martial artist. Mm-hmm. So uh, Randy Orton leaves. Matt Riddle has this emotional uh, speech on an episode of Raw where he talks about how his buddy's going through some real issues. Turns out that he had spinal fusion surgery. Oh. Two to 3,000 RKO's. So earlier this year, he talked about how like that many RKOs in your career can take a toll on your back. Oh, Because you think shit. about that. Now, like Hulk Hogan lost like four inches of yeah. height. Stone Cold's that stunner wasn't great for his back. No. After broken neck especially. Um, there are things that happen, man. That Like you, you, you're going to find yourself accidentally injuring yourself when you think you're just out there having a good time. Which yeah. proves these guys are like high level stuntmen. They are, but yeah. unfortunately, it looks like Randy Orton's career might be at least on the shelf for... Like the the long haul coming up. Well, he's he's had a good run, man. He's been in the he's been in the WWE for like a long, 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 twenty years. Twenty years. Man. He, got, he got his twenty years in. 
I one of my all time favorite wrestlers. He's one of your favorite. One of my favorite. I mean, for when you see like the way that guy portrays himself as a heel or a face, his move set, his longevity, the uh, the amount of work that guy does all year long. Like he is definitely of the new era, the aggression era. Yeah, he's definitely one of the ruthless aggression guys. He's definitely on top. You yeah. can't say that him and Cena aren't like the top dogs of that era. Yeah, for sure. Like I think, I think the one thing I liked about him is like he was always he was the legend killer, right? The legend killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah, Ted DiBiase, uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah, and um, so yeah, it's just you know I, I've been watching a lot of old school WWE like uh, uh, just in the past couple of days. I just like that that whole era that I kind of missed because when I, when I stopped watching was when Stone Cold started leading the Alliance. Yeah, when he started losing his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when that, he teamed up with Kurt Angle. We all got buddy buddy and the tiny cowboy hats. And oh my god! The ukuleles. Was, yeah, the, I was like, I was watching that. I'm like, oh, they just best of this moments. Yeah, I just seen Stokely Austin just lose his mind. He kept saying, "What? What?" <laughs> He's like, it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It, it gets pretty good. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, um, there's two things of Stokely Steve. The funniest Stokely Steve Austin things I've ever seen in my life. Like the, the sketches are just like I watch them and I I actually have like a belly laugh. Is when number one when he. Uh, when Kurt Angle's no, not Kurt Angle. Uh, Bret Hart's in the is in the ambulance, and uh, Stokely Steve Austin finds him and beats him up while he's in the ambulance, and starts feeding him shots. That is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And also when Stokely Steve Austin got strapped to the gurney, and there and then uh, Triple H was helping him, and Vince McMahon was helping him to the ambulance, and then the, the, they're like, "Driver, come on, let's go!" And the and the driver is, is Undertaker, and he beats the living shit out of everybody there. I could not. If you haven't seen that on on YouTube or whatever, I highly recommend looking at it. it Those is the, are your favorite Stone Cold moments. Oh my god, I, the, were the ones that I laughed the hardest. Not yeah. the. Freaking bedpan to the head. Oh no! Yeah, those, those are hilarious. Those, those are those are hilarious. Well, but like, Brian Pillman's got a gun. Oh, yeah, Brian Pillman's got a gun. Oh, yeah, when he goes to his. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, when he goes to his house, Brian Pillman's got a gun. Oh, good, uh, good gun. Yeah, so good I think god, he's got a gun. Yeah, so I think Stone Cold is the. He has the he has the funniest moments out of any wrestler I've ever seen. He has got uh, he was so good that they used to put out a VHS cassette that took place after Raw, all the like post Raw stuff. Oh, it was yeah? a DVD. Oh, Stone Cold would apparently like once Raw went off the air, he would break character, mm-hmm. come out, and just like do stand up for like an hour, oh. just like entertain the crowd. Oh, that's awesome! I, I don't know if you can still get your hands on it, but I'm pretty sure it's on you. It was on YouTube. It's got to like, be on, yeah. on archive or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, going back to the Randy Orton thing, um, for people who want to see how great this dude is on the mic, you should take a look at when he breaks up with the authority and he goes into his little like a rant against Seth Rollins and he RKO's him in the ring. Oh, right. After, after Triple H is trying to like hold it all together. It's like the downfall. It, it is one of the greatest promos that I think in the last 20 years. Oh. One of the best promos. Also, the best RKO's when he RKO's Seth Rollins off his own neck. Oh, shit. He launches Seth Rollins into the air. No, it's a team effort. It's, mm-hmm. it's incredible stunt work. He launches him into the air off of his neck when Seth is going to go for a curb stomp, and then yep. he RKO's him from like 10 feet. Holy shit. Phenomenal, man. One of the best workers, but you're right. Stone Cold is also being one of the funniest guys. Yeah, I think he's just... Uh, next to Chris Jericho. Next to, yeah. And, uh... Um, Bill Burke. Yeah, I just, I just, I think, I just think it's, he has the, he has the best finishing move of all time. The stunner, the stunner is the funniest move, is the funniest I've ever seen in my life. It, it's like the, uh, the people who take it, who react to it well. Oh, it's the, the ones best. who sell it well. Yeah, especially the ones who are drinking beer with them, and then he right. like stuns them, and then they, as soon as they get, as soon as they go up, they just spin it out, and just yes. like this, there's just foam everywhere. The two, the two best take it. I mean, everybody says Vince is one of the best. 
Vince got better, but some of them still suck because you just like kind of fall they over. They just fall over, yeah. Shane took it incredibly Yo, well. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. He, he took it well. And I think. Uh, Razor, uh, Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon, yeah, he did. The Scott Hall double stunner. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? And also, Chris Jericho did it well, too. Because I remember. Jericho, I, I remember the he, Rock did it well, too. Oh, though. yeah. And yeah. The Rock took a stunner like a Yeah, and he just like. Because uh, just Jericho took it like. Uh, he went up in the air, bounced up, yes. and then fell and toppled himself out of the ring. Out of the ring. <laughs> So good. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's rough when you see these guys who you, uh, I know they take a lot of heat. There's people who always try to tell you that, you know, wrestling is fake over and over again. We know it's scripted entertainment. It's scripted entertainment, but these guys still put their bodies through like They're hell. athletes, man. I mean, yeah. the work they do in the ring. Look at the size ridiculous. of them. Yeah. They're huge, number one. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like the amount of physical, like, just like performance, uh, training, the, the 300 days a year, like the amount, the On total the road, it takes yeah. that body. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's insane. So... Unfortunately, like hopefully he's back. Edge came back, but uh, if he's not, man, that's uh, that's, uh, that's sad news. That's yeah. sad news for this wrestling fan right here. It's okay. I'll be all right. Yeah, I'll, be all right. I'll, I'll make it. I'm, I'm sure you'll make it. it. You'll be fine. Oh, how about you? How's the rest of your week? Pretty good. It was uh, it was all right. Yeah, the week is over. So um, yeah, all my all the work that you know we were just uh, we were off for a while because mm-hmm. um, oh, we were both kind of fucked up. We were both kind of fucked up. Uh, I was just busy with work, and finally, um, heavy lifting's all done. So I just have to deal with the. Uh, the aftermath, and uh, which is will be which will be easy, just like fixing stuff, and then um, yeah, and then uh, uh, took took uh, what was it, sixteenth and twenty third? I have those off, so I took yeah, I take some like long weekends just to like get myself back in and just get some rest. Good stuff, man. Yeah, not bad. So yeah, so it'll be uh, yeah, it'll be really good. This coming week is like a full week, but next week and the week after are just like nice long weekends. That's so, good, yeah. which is great for us because we're back to our regular schedule. Exactly, with our new. Uh, our new logo. Look at all this right, right, right there. All this stuff here, uh, and, and right, 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 right there. Yeah, and like right there. Yeah, and so. Um, yeah. So I did shoot a little video. Nice. So good yeah, stuff, good stuff. I'll I'll, sh- I'll, sh- I'll upload the, upload that to you. Cool. Well, this is gonna be the end of this episode. Yep. We're we're gonna kind of like uh, do a little pause. And we're gonna talk a little bit about what we're gonna be talking about, and that's gonna go on. Yeah. In, in like a little vignette. Yeah. We're gonna have a little a little a little extra bit. This week as well, another episode. Yes, which is probably linked somewhere in here. I don't know. It, it might not be. It's probably in the link in the description. Yeah, it's fine. 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 So you, it'll be YouTube only though. Yeah, it'll be YouTube because only. it's a, it's you know it's something that we we purchased. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. well, I purchased that. You purchased, yeah. So the unboxing. Yeah. So uh, episodes uh, episodes up. That music is playing for music has been playing for some time. He's out. <laughs>